over four teaching friends from across the country. They've discovered that if you don't laugh, you cry and lose sight of your why. I'm Retta. I'm Deanne. I'm Tracy. And I'm Kathy. And we teach so hard. You know what's really hard? Working in a classroom without humor. <laughs> the teacher or the students. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Do you like to laugh? Of course you yes. do. <laughs> Humans are wired to laugh, right? We love it. Yes. Do you share do you share laughs with your friends and family? Yes. Uh-huh. How do you feel though when your student's sense of humor takes over your classroom? Hmm. You mean bodily humor? Oh, no. <laughs> Well, so we're talking today about some ways that you can choose to use and channel humor to make it work in a positive way mm-hmm. for you and your students every day. Yeah, laughter is so good for all humans. You know, I remember there was a leadership academy I was part of, and we actually had a laugh therapist come in, um, in this room of like 100 teachers. A laugh and therapist? She- Oh, wait for it. And she started that with... That should be my job. <laughs> this was extremely powerful. You all who yeah. use yoga in the classroom, yeah. you ought to try this yeah. sometime. Okay. You stand in a circle. And, and as the teacher, you start to laugh. And you watch. And after a, a few seconds, kids will start to laugh with you. And you laugh and you laugh and you laugh and you laugh. Oh, and I when, love that. Because you can't stop because it's infectious. It oh, my is. gosh. You're going to yes. do this tomorrow, Kathy. <laughs> yeah. And then, then tell us. The whole, yes. The I whole world. do that. The energy shifts immediately. Oh, oh, it's so good. So let's talk about this, guys. This is one of my favorite topics. How do we use humor to improve our classroom climate? Okay, just like the example that I just gave, humor can help everyone feel more at ease. It can shift the energy in the room. It can shift your own energy, actually. I mean, there are times I walk in, and I know we all are like this, because we just did an episode about manic mornings. If you haven't listened to it, you need to. (laughs) Right. It's worth a listen. But, you know, when we walk in, you got the thundercloud over your head. You had to fight fight your kids to get ready for school in the morning or your husband took your lunch or whatever. You know, we all have those mornings. But humor, finding humor can fire up your brain more than any other activity. I mean, this is why it's one of the biggest weapons that can, non-medicinal weapons that can be used in fighting disease and illness. Yeah. yeah. And it gets your kids' brains ready for the learning that you're certainly hoping will occur in any lesson. And to be a little scientific, the firing of neurons releases dopamine that it's that feel good, addictive substance. And when the students interact with humor and you, they crave more, they will listen to you better because it just feels good to do that. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be waiting for more. Yeah. And it, it decreases, decreases the stress hormones cortisol and epinephrine as long as we're being science scientists (laughs) while increasing that dopamine and that's also known as the reward hormone yes yes so dopamine is a neurotransmitter that regulates your mood your motivation your attention and your learning so laughter really should be an important component of our well and kids then will see learning as fun 
too. If you sprinkle mm-hmm. in a little humor mm-hmm. here and there, it brings your brain and your heart into sync with each other. But Well, and not only that, think about the classroom management advice that we give. Build relationships, build relationships, build relationships. You mm-hmm. know, it, you don't always have to have classroom sing-alongs like I do. <laughs> right. <laughs> Something in a while, guys. <laughs> Question left lungs. I mean, to even share a dorky joke in the mm-hmm. morning or at the beginning. Oh of- my gosh. Uh, and do they have any those. trouble remembering those jokes without studying? No. Yes, right, right. They get it. When you push a joke with a piece of learning attached to it, imagine the power you have, plus the relationship that you're building with that child. That's so, right. Let's talk about how we sprinkle some of that humor fairy dust over our everyday lessons. Well, sometimes at the beginning of the class, I would, um, you know, tell a funny story about something that happened to me and, um, you know, let them know too, that we all make mistakes and it's okay to laugh at yourself. And, uh, if I do make a mistake and sometimes I'll do it on purpose just to get them to laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty devious. Yes. (laughs) How about you, Kathy? Well, so this is something embarrassing. It was definitely not meant to be humorous at all, but just on Friday, I picked up my kid (laughs) from the yard and one of my girls goes, Oh, you have a booger on your nose. I was like, what? Oh, no. I put my hand to my nose and somehow when I'd blown my nose earlier or whatever, one got stuck on top. Laughed along with them. I said, oh my goodness, I'm so glad you told me. I would hate to to be like that piece of spinach in my teeth that no one tells you about. And, you know, the class laughed and then we kind of moved on. So I wasn't meaning to be funny by any means. But I think it's good for wow. kids to see their teachers, you know, the teachers don't take themselves too mm-hmm. seriously either. But you're human. Right. Exactly. Right. You don't don't take yourself yes. so seriously. Well, for me, I think I, I, I speak fifth grade and I speak fifth grade boy fluently. And, <laughs> and I think I speak fifth grade girl, too. The difference is that the girls will think it, but the boys will say it. Um, and. So I try to like have that hat on as I'm teaching curriculum. So here's an example. It happens every year. And those of you who teach the solar system know what I'm about to say. So we're learning the names of the planets and we're doing our Uranus. (laughs) And then I say to the kids and this, you know, and then this planet is Uranus. And then I'm like, go ahead, do it. And they all bust up and everything. And we laugh about it and we, you know, Uranus, Uranus, Uranus is a really big planet, you know, it just goes on. And on. So then the next time I reference it, you know, I call it Uranus instead, which is how Bill Nye, the science guy says it, Uranus. Right. So right. as soon as you say Uranus, they bust out laughing that- again, because now. You've talked about yep. anus and urine in one science lesson. <laughs> so we decided to call it the planet that shall not be named. <laughs> oh my gosh, like Voldemort. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like Voldemort. This, you know, and then yes. the planet that shall not be named. And it was a class joke, you know. And then, you know, as we went on with our solar system study, it, it graduated to just the little humorous smiles as we were getting down and dirty with the 
our science knowledge, you know, but it was so much fun. And thinking like a fifth grader sometimes is just the best. Yeah, it is. That kind of reminded me, did you guys read the Mrs. Piggle Wiggle books? Yes. Where Mrs. Piggle Wiggle has these cures for common kid ailments. But there's this one that's the selfish, Uh is it the selfish cure? Yes, the selfish cure. And Um, I always would say to my second graders at that time, you know, I know we're all really mature second graders and we don't laugh at silly things, but there's this one story about Dick Thompson and he labels all of his, his mother labels all of his things like Dick's sandwich, don't touch, Dick's bike. don't. So yes, over and over, I'm saying Dick, yeah. Dick, Dick. And they, yeah. <laughs> and finally, I just, I said, all right, fine, let's laugh. And, you know, everybody would burst into giggles uh-huh. and then we kind of moved on from there. <laughs> Oh gosh, fourth grade yes. would have done so much I more. Know, with that. I know, I <laughs> know. And fifth grade boys would have just oh, it would have been yeah. hanging <laughs> over. Oh, I yes. Well, I did a blog post a while ago um, on finding humor in math class, and it's a guest post on Minds in Bloom. I think it's in the show notes. Um, if not, you can probably find a link to it online. It comes up in Google searches pretty easily. Finding humor in math class. Why did I write it? Well, I retired um, from fourth grade and I started working in an after-school club that um, that I created actually uh, to bully-proof kids in the fifth and sixth grade at our middle school. And I was telling the fifth graders um, that, you know, we were thinking of having some of our sessions during the day. And one of the girls who had been in my class the year before said, have it during math class and I'm in. <laughs> and I said, I said, as your last year's math teacher, that makes me quite sad or something to that effect. And she said, oh, I don't mean your math class. Your math class was fun. We laughed all the time. (laughs) So I started thinking about that. We laughed all the time. Why did that happen? Well, we were using a program that I know many of you out there are using now, so I'm not going to tell you that it's Bridges. But (laughs) I didn't like Bridges math, or at least the incarnation of it that that I had to teach. But of course, I had to teach it. So my um, wry sense of humor was always present when I was coming across something in the Bridges script that I really didn't feel comfortable uh, saying, you know, in just that way. So joking about a subject that I don't enjoy or find hard to teach kind of loosens me up as a performer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, you know, and then, but so I point out the absurdity of whatever it is we're doing. And I note that we have to get it done anyway. And before you know it, your students are smiling and giggling their way through some of the most boring and who the heck cares kinds of problems because they're always looking for the funny side of it so they could crack a little joke about it too. Oh, that sets up the culture for your classroom too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just to bring up something that's kind of sad is that there are teachers out there, and I'm sure it's nobody that's listening, um, that really don't use humor and they they don't have a sense of humor because they're kind of (laughs) – uptight right about teaching they want to have that control which is I was, sad. you know especially I was back in the day when I wore turtlenecks but I don't wear them anymore so I'm better. <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> I, I think for new teachers you can be a little stiffer too yeah yeah because you know everything's so important and you don't know what to emphasize and what not to mm-hmm. emphasize and 
you don't know if the humor is going to fall flat. So, I, you know, it's something I'd recommend just kind of doing um, a little at a time and, yeah. and only where you're comfortable. Yes. Yeah. But but do it. Do it. You know, yeah. Even, yeah. you may not be able to do it right away. But as Retta says, yeah, just ease on into it. Absolutely. So let's talk about some of the news. I know we have some, we're a funny group of women. What, you know, guys, we were together. People like this past summer, guys, on our, on our, um, Mackinac Island. Our Mackinac Island venture, our work vacation. You know, people followed us. We, we, we were just so funny. Okay, so we have tons of. Like, you don't, you don't the think yellow it was shirts. the bright bumblebee yellow shirts, do you? Quiet. <laughs> we're, 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 yeah. That you had the four teaching friends from across yes. the country. Yes. So that you had. A, that you had to talk us into wearing. Yeah. I think I think yes, our laughter did catch an ear or two. It, it did. Uh, we have tons yes. of fun ideas for for making so for bringing some laughter into your classroom. So let's talk about some of those ideas. Well, I was trying to think of a specific thing to try because I don't think. I am intentionally funny, yet my kids always say, you're so funny. So then I was trying to think, what is it that I'm doing? (laughs) And I think a lot of it has to do with my reactions to what they say or what we're about to do or my expressions, Uh because I sometimes don't say anything, but give a look Uh and then they just start cracking up. So I, I, I don't have, I I don't know what it is. I'm going to have to analyze this a little more. You're practicing. Are you practicing wait time, are you? And then I got the eyebrow, the one eyebrow <laughs> lift going. Like that that happens. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's <laughs> in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> that is a talent, the one eyebrow lift. Yeah, I recommend people try that. It, How about you, Retta? <laughs> oh, so I use props, but they're unexpected, and I come up with them kind of on the fly. One of my favorite props, and I always had one on my desk for years after I discovered that it worked. You know when you're not getting answers mm-hmm. and you're looking around yeah. the room desperately and nobody's responding? Well, at the time, I didn't have an actual microphone on my desk. I just literally picked up something. It yeah. was a pointer or a stick. Yeah, or, you, I don't know what it was. And I do the same and thing. I, oh. Yeah, and I and I was channeling Phil Donahue. <laughs> yeah. We used to have a, a TV talk show, yeah. and he'd walk out mm. into the audience. Yeah, okay, so you did it. He'd walk out into the audience with his mic, yeah. and he'd say, "Okay, so can you help me out here?" Yeah. And he just shove the mic in front of somebody's face. Yeah. So basically, the first time that's what I did. Like I picked up the flower or whatever it was mm-hmm. from my desk, and I walked out into the classroom. I wasn't getting an answer. And I said into the flower, I don't know, it might have been a flower the first time. I can't think. Um, it, or, or my magic wand. And I said, can you help me out here? And then I would just put it in front of somebody. Yeah. And, and at first the kid would like look down cross-eyed yeah. at it, you know, and gulp. And then I'd say, well, so anyone, you know, you could say Bueller, Bueller, anyone, and give it to the next kid. And before you know it, you do get an answer. Mm-hmm. So after that, I always had a microphone yeah. on my desk. Yeah. Um, so I'm a big fan of props. I'd have a magic wand. I'd go around again, looking for an answer. I'd tap somebody on the head. Mm-hmm. Magically, they'd have it. 
little little jar of glitter, sprinkle a little fairy dust. Um, and and I make sure I had a lot of things at my disposal because you want it to be unexpected and you don't want to always be walking out in the classroom right. with a microphone yeah, right. or throwing a koosh ball. You want to, to be novel. switch yeah. it up. Yeah. Yes. yes. Well, I have a wardrobe. I did the microphone thing too. And I called them my man <laughs> on the street interviews or my woman. on, the- <laughs> And I would take on like the, the persona of a, of a yeah, reporter. Um, but I agree with you. My all-time favorite prop is a microphone. But I also have a wardrobe of funny hats. And so um, sometimes I use the hats when I teach them dorky songs um, before we transition to recess. They're right. Like I do the um, chicken lip song. The what? Chicken lips and lizard hips and alligator eyes. Monkey legs and buzzard eggs and salamander thighs, rabbit's ears and camel's rears and tasty toenail pie. Put it all together and it's Mama's soup surprise. Mama's soup <laughs> tell the story and I wear this chicken on my head. Do their um, mouths just drop <laughs> open the first time you start singing? Yeah, before lunch. I have a, I have a hat that is like a crab and its eyes dangle out, you know, and so sometimes they'll go, oh, are you crabby today? And I'll turn and look at them, you know, and I, oh. so I wear, I, I have a detective hat. Um, I have my drill sergeant hat. So I'll take on these personas and sometimes they're, they're associated with music, but a lot of times they're just me acting stupid. <laughs> And dorky. Seriously, grab anything on your desk and you can make it funny. Absolutely. And a feather. I have a feathered boa, um, a wardrobe of feathered boas. Hey, you are um, way more fun thing, than I am. You only need one. <laughs> <laughs> so, you yeah. can start tomorrow, Kathy. Yeah. You could be more fun. <laughs> for ten dollars, yeah, get a thing. Sell these sound machines with these buttons on them, and yes. so you can buy them. And what you know, like this button makes a fart sound, and this button makes a a a sound. You know, they there's something like twenty sounds on on this little sound machine, and you can get that. Like I have a Halloween one too, and so sometimes I use them as incentives so that. Like when we're doing our word sorts and someone um, uses the word correctly in a sentence verbally, they get to, you know, they get to pick, push one of the buttons. But sometimes I'll come up behind kids while they're not working the way they're supposed to. And I'll sneak up behind them and set off one of those sounds that makes them jump out of their skin. Oh, I have a heart attack. You know what? They shape up. They laugh. Oh, I bet. And I didn't have to say their name twenty times, you know. So that's true. And you, you, I save that one actually for after I've gotten to know my kids a little better because there are some kids. Oh, thank God. Yeah, <laughs> down from that. But then there are kids who totally could handle it. You know, you yes. know your class yeah. once you figure right. it out. It's so. Yeah. Those are some of my suggestions. Sorry, I'm, I was going to say as long as the kids don't right. stop bringing them in themselves too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one has ever right. done that because I've talked about how it's a learning tool and I do treat it that way. So, yeah, right. it's a great idea. So, Deanne, do you have something to share? Well, well this is pretty boring. <laughs> you're, you're me, Deanne. <laughs> 
That's right, Kathy. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I would, you know, we have to wait for the bus at the end of the day, and they can tell jokes, and they love that. And, um, you know, a lot of times I let them tell a joke at the beginning of class to get it off their chest, Mm -hmm. whatever, so we could get all the laughter and the talking out. And then a lot of times they'll just really settle down to learn. But as, as Tracy said, I would wait for a little while, not right at the beginning of the year, before you start doing that. Right. And you be the first one. You kind of slide it in there a little bit. Yeah. That's right. (laughs) You know, another great thing like a dismissal is sometimes I'll show like, um, if you guys seen uh, Simon's cat, those, those videos, they're cartoons about Simon and his cat and they're funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they're just little clips that are just an entertaining or like clips of I Love Lucy, you know, like the mm-hmm. the chocolate episode oh, or whatever, you know, just even right. put those in transitions throughout the day. You laugh, you shake off math while you're laughing at Lucy and you move on to reading, you know, it's. Um, oh, uh, have you guys seen great. that? It's the, um, not the Three Stooges. I hate those. Uh, the, who are the other guy? The who, oh my goodness. Hot. Costello, Abbott and Costello, is that it? Abbott and Costello, who's on first? Math, (laughs) it just made me think of where they were trying to figure out. Yes, yes, yes. I'll have to find the link so we can put it in the show notes because it is so funny, but it's getting the point about math. I don't remember that one. I love I'll have to find that. I will will find that. Okay. Evan and Costello yes. are fantastic. But yes, I know that map yes, and I've forgotten yes, yes. all about it. I'm so <laughs> glad you brought it up. All right, guys. So let's talk about it. It's that time. What's your number one tip for bringing humor into your classroom? Retta, start us off. Well, I think the most important thing is to take yourself lightly. And also the subject matter that you're teaching. Don't be so serious, like you're so dug in on it. You know, take that a little lightly to engage the mood of your class as you're going along. And then take that humor. And it's not like kindness, you know, kindness is like sprinkle that stuff everywhere. But humor is like do it unexpectedly and sprinkle it. Yes, I agree with you, Retta. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, be able, be able to laugh at yourself, but also include, I guess, reassure the kids you're not laughing at them. Right. So I love how you said having a class Mm -hmm. joke or a class so that we feel inclusive and safe enough to tell jokes. So it's just the way. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, I love that. Right. Important. I think for me, my number one tip is to keep it novel. Put some different things in your bag of tricks and take mm-hmm. them out sparingly. You want it to be novel because of the element of surprise and um, is oftentimes what makes it so funny. And when you overuse it, it doesn't become funny anymore. And sometimes kids can uh, get carried yes, away. That's yes. my other tip. So I have to mm-hmm. make sure that you get to know your class and before you start introducing these things and just dip a toe in and do it gradually. Um, you know, because sometimes um, it can be really overwhelming for certain kids. So get to know them. How about you, Dan? 
Um, well, I think I'm going to say all of the above. They're great. You know, be able to laugh at yourself and loosen up, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I agree. I agree. Don't do it right away. Just know your class before you start. Well, we are out of time today. Our listeners, we love you. We're glad you're here. We hope that you check out our show notes. Um, We have a great Facebook page where we share resources and ideas. And um, be sure to check out our blogs and um, show notes as well. We write about a lot of this stuff. We have tons of lesson ideas and things that we'd like to share with you. Join us next week. We are going to be discussing the art of getting students to self-reflect. I feel like there should be a drum roll there. <laughs> you need to come back and listen. If you like what you hear, tell your friends about us, leave a comment or rate us on your listening platform, and keep teaching so hard. Oh.